This is the Bladcast Christmas Spectacular, otherwise known as a regular episode with a light dusting of snow on top. Scheduled to appear, Will Sterling, Jeff Duray, and Liev. Christmas is the time to say I love you. Share the joys and laughter and the tears. Christmas is the time to say I love you. And now, you know him, you kind of sort of like him, or at least tolerate him because you like everyone else, here's Christian Blatt. Come out to the coast, we'll have a few laughs. Ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Welcome to the Blattcast Christmas special, except no imitations, the 2022 Christmas special. As always, I am Christian Blatt, welcoming back to the Blattcast fold. The two members of Blackcast Nation who belong on Mount Rushmore, uh, with larger faces than mine. The one, the only, Mr. Jeff Duray. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm in full support of desecrating native lands. Go Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I was gonna go ahead and <laughs> knock down the um I was gonna knock down the crazy horse monument that's uh, not too far from there. That's not a bad idea, right? That's perfect to build to build a monument to the black cast. That's in perfectly good taste, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Christmas miracle. Also a Christmas miracle with us. And uh, just a, I, I, I am always in awe of where the facial hair is these days. The one and only oh. Mr. Will Sterling. I think it's looking great. Oh, thanks. I love I'm the trying. mustache. The rest of it, you know, it's, it's trying to catch up. But the mustache. It's patchy and shitty. I'm trying yeah. to. But that's know. all right. Look, patchy here you and have shitty. to like try to grow it out to stimulate, you know, to, it's got to get going. You can't just like always be clean shaven if you're trying to trying to fill in the patches. Yeah. Patchy you know? and shitty is uh, what we've been doing for 519 episodes now. <laughs> so uh, I think it's what people have come to uh, expect. And uh, speaking of things we've come to expect, Dominicus Saxon in the chat. Merry Christmas and happy Kwanzaa. Uh, I tried to uh, engineer a return from our pal Matt and KC. Uh, he's busy at work. You remember when that guy used to be dedicated to this show? Well, I know what the fuck. He used to give us money and barbecue, and now it's the fuck. Well, to be listening. fair, I I do still have some uh, Bevmo money there, from, uh, from episode five hundred. We still haven't had that party. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I thought there was like still money on a Bevmo card from like years ago. Well, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure that's all gone. <laughs> but uh, or the Rock and Brews card used to. Well, that's not the from Rock me. and Brews card. The Rock and Brews card had five hundred dollars on it. That wasn't <laughs> from Matt and KC. I, I did that at an auction at my kid's school. There's like. I don't know, $380 left on it. Actually, yeah. there's probably even more than that. Don't worry. We could, we could go to Rock these... and would be cool. Be like, this round's on us. Well, I don't know, four or five people. You yeah, get free. No, no, just the rounds for that table. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, only the cute girls at that table. Uh, yeah. you, no fatties is basically uh, my role at Rock and Bruce. Um, but don't worry. There'll be plenty to celebrate in the new year, and we'll talk about it when the time is right. I'm just celebrating because I'm excited that uh, you gents are with us and with me. And I think that people should keep in mind that the black cast is the one show where we don't ask the question is Die Hard a Christmas movie because we know Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's set on Christmas Eve. It has two goddamn Christmas songs in it. What else do you need? The I'm score of this conversation. Also, I think Michael came into the music. The score also heavily, prominently yeah. features sleigh bells as its yeah. like motifs. 
don't know if I'm using that word right. It's a motif. I, I, I think it's a motif. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jeff, do you have any non-traditional uh, Christmas uh, rituals, whether they be something you watch, you read, or maybe you, uh, you know, just uh, take hostages in a uh, an office building in downtown just uh, to celebrate Die Hard? Uh, I don't think I do anything non-traditional. Uh, I ignore my family. If that's <laughs> that's very that's traditional. Tradi- that's traditional. Yeah, yeah. Very traditional. Uh, yeah, I mean, we used to do all sorts of stuff for Christmas. It used to be like, again, normal shit. Like uh, we would have a night where we put all the ornaments on the tree and it was like a whole thing because we had like way too many ornaments. There was like boxes right. and boxes of them to the point where the tree would suffer. <laughs> and, uh, and they would always do the like, oh, look up the chimney in your pajamas. But it's like as I've grown to hate my family, I refuse to participate in these things any longer. Well, that seems complicated by the fact that you actually uh, live with family and, uh, and, and, and near family. So you'd think so, but my sister flew out from LA and I haven't responded to her texts or calls. So, I mean, that sounds like the Christmas spirit to me. I don't know. When did she fly out? uh, She got in last night or something like that. Oh, Oh, you got, you that's it. You got time. That's yeah. not, yeah, a, but I'm, not I'm like she's been there. Continue not to. Talk to her. <laughs> it's not like a later on I'll hit her up. It's like a, I see. Fuck okay. off. <laughs> okay. Look, I I think if we can learn anything from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is that bad things happen when family gets together, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, Jeff, you're just running with that, uh, yeah. and maybe you'll spend the day with Chevy Chase as as uh, you know, just watching him, not actually. You know, with Chevy Chase. I, I think, think I've it. just got renewed commitment, right? Like, what's the point of hating you for 364 days a year? I'm going for 365. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, I uh, I want to know that uh, I, I because I follow Will on uh, Instagram, and I think everyone should at Will Sterling underscore, of course. Sure. You've uh, you've been uh, hip deep in the holiday spirit and you've watched some things, some things that I recognize and some that I haven't. So what's been on the old on the old Viewmaster for you this Christmas season? We'll start. I love old uh, old black and white Christmas movies. And there's a lot that I feel like, the you know, It's a Wonderful Life gets all the love for like classic Christmas. And then maybe Miracle on 34th Street, but like and White Christmas. But uh, I what have I been watching? What have I watched? Holiday Affair with Robert Mitchum and Janet Lee. OK, it's, it's a it's a weird movie. It's nice because it's Christmassy, but when you actually like consider this plot and what's happening, it it's actually fucking really weird. Uh, but it's great. Uh, what Christmas in Connecticut with Barbara Stanwyck? That's a great one. I'm sure you've seen that at some point, right? Christmas in Connecticut, I believe I've seen, but to be like fair, I only saw play. white. I only saw White Christmas for the first time a few years ago, and. Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh, there's uh, some good songs in it, but uh, boy, that story is a little thin. But <laughs> uh, story is real thin. It really exists just for uh, dance choreography and for singing. Yeah. It's not really a. a I, like, I wish they wouldn't try so hard to prop up other aspects. Like when you're making a movie for for, for Although, music. Or- I do get a little teary eyed when that general, you know, everybody comes in. He's oh, all like emotional. He's like, I do like that. I'm like, oh, God, what a, what a beautiful moment. Well, that's because of uh, all the years that you spent in the shit. You know, and, I mean, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, in World War Two. Um, we're, we're glad that Will's back home for Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, the Lemon Drop Kid with Bob Hope. That's like one of my favorites. I've never even heard of that. Wait so a minute. So silly. I love it. That doesn't it. sound like Christmas. 
it it is and that's where the song silver bells originated that was written for and originally performed in that movie so he's like a he's like a shitty betting guy who gets in deep with the mob and needs to pay back up you know so at christmas time he tries to get all this money together and uh, not die so it's a it's a darker version of the uh, the pilot to the simpsons where uh homer loses the christmas money at the track so he comes home with a dog no D- yeah uh, he loves he does lose a lot of money at the track so there's that yeah so, oh, there you, uh, go. So, you know see these are starting to sound more and more like christmas uh, <laughs> yeah. to me it happened on Fifth yeah. Avenue, where a home where homeless people break into rich people's houses who aren't there for the winter because they're at their vacation homes, uh, and they sleep in rich people's houses. That's a great. That's another great one. So that sounds like Occupy Christmas to me. Is that uh, is that what that movement was part of? That's right. Occupy. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> All these movements that happened. There's yeah. so many movements that. Uh, yeah, I know that one's quaint now, isn't it? Occupy Wall Street. Yes. <laughs> Ah, that'll take us back. Um, well, I wanted to uh, ask about, uh, you know, a few specific things. Uh, you know, there's been some new Christmas entertainment out this year. Have either of you gents had the privilege to see Violent Night? I'm going tonight, actually. I have, a t- I have tickets. Okay. So uh, absolutely no spoilers. It is available digitally now. It's uh, been in theaters, and I, I, I think that they were very smart. And a few days before Christmas, they're like... Yeah. Let's, let's let people buy it and watch it at home. It's uh, everything that I thought it would be from the trailer. Basically, you know, what if Santa starred in Die Hard? I think you can tell that from the trailer. Uh, and then it, there was a shocking amount of heart to this movie that I wasn't expecting. Oh. And um, it was uh, there's a it, there's a couple of moments where I'm like, oh, boy, they really went for that for that gory scene <laughs> right there. It's uh, it's no Silent Night, Deadly Night, a.k.a. a Christmas classic. But oh. uh, yeah, and uh, I, look at this. Dominicus Saxon says uh, he saw it half what I expected, but had some nice moments that were cool. And Jeff, when you were talking about uh, hating your family, uh, I, I I missed this. I was remiss in my comment from Dominicus Saxon that he knew he loved you for a reason. Jeff, we all know we love you for a reason. You know, you just so. don't know what that reason is. <laughs> well, you know, we've got twelve days to try and figure it out <laughs> this time of year. You have any ideas what that reason might be, Jeff? Couldn't come up with one. <laughs> that's all right. Well, you know, there's, there'll be another Christmas next year, so maybe, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe that's what we'll we'll look for. What were you going to say? What's a bummer about that movie is that I'd only seen billboards. I didn't even really know it was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, look at David Harbour as a bloody Santa." I can kind of yeah. imagine what this movie is going to be about, but I didn't. I purposely avoided the trailer. I didn't want to yeah. know anything. I was like, "I'd like to go in blind," uh, and I took a Uber, and the guy. The driver was like, oh, are you going to see that movie? And I was like, yeah, probably. I, I, I've only seen the poster. He's like, oh. And then he like tells me everything that happens in the trailer in detail. And I was like, you fucking son of a bitch. Not that like that's I you can't. I mean, I guess it's not technically a spoiler, but I love seeing a movie where I know nothing and everything unfolds like completely organically. And it's very hard to do that in this day and age. And I was like, God damn it. I mean, the plot sounds fun. And I was like, I would have loved to discover this in the yeah. moment. There's but, a lot uh, to discover. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, and uh, John Leguizamo with a tour de force, I think, is a fair thing to say. 
Yeah. Um, uh, earlier on the black cast, I was raving about the, uh, the guardians of the galaxy, uh, holiday special have, uh, either of you gents had a chance to watch it. I don't know the answer to this. If you've had a chance to see it yet. Yes. But, yes. Okay. Uh, Jeff, what were your thoughts? It was fun. I don't think it wasn't like overly memorable, but it was fun. Like I, it's kind of in inconsequential, which I think it's somewhat meant to be, but it was like, Right. It was cute. I, I just wasn't like, ah, yeah, now that's going to be something I'll watch where they kidnap Kevin Bacon once a year. <laughs> well, <laughs> and perhaps just next like, year, perhaps next I mean, year they'll kidnap his brother and then it'll be really hard to yeah for the Bacon boys to play a Christmas show in 2024 or 2023. I don't even know what year it is. I think uh, didn't that uh, spirited movie come out close to the same time? Cause it was like, both of those were unexpected musicals for me. And I was like, Oh, oh yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This spirited... was sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, but... I didn't know spirited was going to be such a, so heavily musical. I didn't watch the whole thing. I like turned it off. Cause I was like, this is too much for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> too much musical. I love musicals. That I love doesn't sound teams. like I you. Love... I know, but like, I was just, I was just not in the mood. I was like, I, I can't. These guys can't sing very well. I need to. I need to pause this and and get my bearings. Did you get your bearings? I haven't finished it. Okay, so no, your bearings have not been got. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try and get our bearings. Uh, yeah, I uh, I I thought that uh, that the the Guardians Christmas special was fun, but uh, Will, I uh, tried to manage your expectations for it. Uh, what What did you think of it? It was enjoyable. It was cute. I mean, it's like yeah. it was 45 minutes, so it's like not a major and that's important. Yeah. And uh, I didn't feel like. It, like Jeff said, it's like uh, kind of inconsequential. So I, I didn't get this feeling that like. It really matters. I I don't know. It was enjoyable. It wasn't spectacular, but it was uh, it was cute. I thought it was the first time that uh, really Mantis had anything to do. You know, it was the most time that we've really gotten to spend with her character wise. And then also like powers. I'm like, oh, okay. So she can like kind of jump around on walls and stuff that we've never seen her do. And uh, her and Drax paired up, I think was, uh, was, it was a fun moment. Uh, My favorite moment, which we only barely touched on, on the episode we did on it was uh, the fact that now go bots are canon in the MCU. I think that uh, that that's really the thing that we all needed, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, and the uh, the song at the beginning, the uh, the old '97 song, the uh, the I don't know what Christmas is song was uh, was very catchy. And uh, this was one of those times where I was uh, mistaken for a big shot, and I got to watch it a few days before other people. And I was like, man, I just want to talk to people about that song, but no one's heard it yet. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's supposed to be inconsequential because uh, all indications are that the uh, Guardians three, like most of them die or whatever. And, and right. well, I know I'll just have to tell you about it. You know, I'll have to tell you. What yeah, probably. I'll you know? probably skip it. Yeah. But it's a great transition uh, talking about the Guardians Christmas special. And the main reason why I mentioned it is uh, since the last time we were all assembled, uh, there's been what they like to call a shakeup in mm. uh, D.C. in the movie business. And uh, so going forward, they're going to be spearheaded by James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran. I don't know anything about the other guy. I know I know what I know about James Gunn and I like what I know about him. Uh, Will, this seems like uh, this would be important news to you. Is this good news? Are you trepidatious? What do you think about this? 
Um, it's good news. I think it's been so aimless for such a long time. I I wouldn't have mind if they tried to kind of get their bearings and figure their shit out with the existing people, like Henry Cavill and and even even Black Adam. I guess I, I don't know. Uh, I think the, the thing that annoys me the most is just the Rock's attitude, the ego stuff. Yeah. Like I liked some of the supporting characters. I was like, I don't like you all that much. Um, and, Jeff, did you uh, have but, a chance to see Black Adam? By the way, I've seen it twice. Okay, oh. so good. We'll get to that in a moment. I just wanted to know before uh, we we dealt we we dealt with that. So Delta. I think the the Suicide Squad was like fun uh, overall yeah. as just like an entry because he got access to just like fuck around. It's like ultimately it's like it's just okay. It's not amazing. Um, it's fine plus you know I would think. But then Peacemaker obviously is like what the fuck like no <laughs> why is this so good? So knowing like what he can do long form storytelling wise and I think the emotional depth of like an obscure character like that ideally paints a good picture for what he can create knowing that essentially between movies, television, video games and cartoons and stuff, it is all long form storytelling. So he kind of now has permission to do that with the rest. And it's like, you might as well just fucking hit restart. The comics universe does it every 10 years. So just call it a crisis. And uh, here we are. It's a new 52, except hopefully there's Wally West and not Barry Allen. Right. I mean, I know that uh, that's what I've been writing to you. And I, and I said you should be tweeting at James Gunn every single I know day I should, every to day, remind yeah. him that uh, Wally, you know, it's it's the easy fix to their flash problem. Which, yes. Which we will have in 2023. There'll be a yeah. flash problem because that movie will come out and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, will and I talked uh, about about Black Adam, but uh, Jeff, you hadn't seen it yet. Uh, what did you think of that? It was kind of shitty. Like it wasn't okay. bad, bad, but it was just like I thought all the characters were super uninspired. Like the hero characters, they're just all like really boring to me. Um, we have Grow Man, who's just basically Ant Man ripoff. We have like Wind Chick, who's like wow, he's been around we, longer than Ant Man. We he's- we we aren't going to discuss any of who you are and we're not going to build you as a character. We're just going to kind of introduce you and then throw you in for a couple like chuckles here and there. And it was just kind of disappointing in that sense. It was just like you, you just maybe didn't need as many of these superhero characters as you inserted into the film because they seemed like you were struggling to find a purpose for them other than like brief moments of levity, which I just didn't need. Uh, Cause they tried it basically to the, me, the movie was basically somebody who had seen all the superhero movies and just tried to rip off things that they liked from a bunch of other superhero movies, but just didn't execute them very well or find a cohesive way to merge them all together. Right. Like, Oh, you know, what was cool in guardians was like when we used classic rock songs to like set the scene. So let's do that a little bit, but also let's use some songs from like spider verse where it's just like heavy bass hip hop feel like for no reason. And it like the, so to me, the score was kind of all over the place. Uh, the rock as uh, will kind of pointed out, just can't get out of his own way ego wise. And it's made his movies progressively worse. Because it's like you're so obsessed with billing yourself as this huge, gigantic, super strong like guy when it's just like this is you, you, you can never really like fail in any meaningful way to grow. So you just always put your characters on a plateau where they're boring one note and nothing really is going to happen with them. Right. The most we got is like, I want to kill everyone to like, maybe I don't want to kill everyone. And it's like. <laughs> 
maybe you didn't really want to kill everyone to begin with because this backstory, this contrived backstory about your son dying and then you just being like, murder everyone is like, weren't you friends with the other slaves? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So, yeah, I just, I didn't think the movie was all that great, but I didn't hate it. It was like an entertaining action schlock, but in terms of like creating a character or, or building into the universe, it was just more of the same kind of like, no, you're not going anywhere. The fact it took you 15 years to get this movie going and this yeah. is what you put out is just like, you suck. Uh, I thought the Hawkman <laughs> character, I like Aldous Hodge and I hated his portrayal of Hawkman. Interesting. Okay. I just wasn't, I mean, I don't know. It was just like overly serious, but like unnecessarily so. And then again, with like these stupid quips of like, we're going to talk later. It's like you you can just be like, what is wrong with you? You don't need to say you're going to talk <laughs> later. We saw him break a monument. That should have been obviously dumb thing for him to do. Yeah. So just shit like that, just being, I don't know. It just felt like there was a whole lot of that for two hours. And then you get to the end and you're just like, okay. And I know you, I good to see Henry Cavill because everyone needs to see I'm even bigger than him. Like you go yeah. on the rocks IMDB and he lists himself as six, five. I've seen that fucker in person. He's nowhere close to six, five. He's not that <laughs> much bigger than me. Like it's ridiculous how he portrays himself. Yeah. He's also on steroids. So there's yeah. that. And like, also uh, a uh, lady friend of mine about 20 years ago was at uh, some event and it was a, uh, one of those co-ed restrooms and uh, she saw the rock walking about, you know, he finished his rock business and uh, she chastised him and made him wash his hands after he peed. So <laughs> that tells me that he's got pee hands. Um, Jeff, the only thing that surprised me about everything that you said about, black adam was that you said you saw it twice <laughs> it doesn't sound like a movie that what, i'd go back to I I'm like why did you so see it twice? It's, yeah. it's because i saw it once in the theater with my stepdad and i saw it once on hbo when it came out with oh, okay. natasha because she hadn't okay. seen it so it was like i watched it the second time being like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's getting better uh, Dominicus Saxon, again, we appreciate you uh, running the chat. Uh, Hawkman yelling at Groman was funny, but Rock was so two-dimensional it ruined the movie. Should have just been Hawk and Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate was the, what I thought was the best thing in the movie. Uh, I thought just visually sure. what he did was cool, but also, I mean, Pierce Brosnan, I mean, he he just kind of came in and bent reality so that he could steal that movie from The Rock, but uh, The Rock would never... Well, he also has it. the reps and like ability as a performer that like he just lends authenticity to things the way he speaks and the way like he's like a real actor, you know, not the Aldous Hodge yeah. and those guys are not real, but they're still so young that they're taking it so fucking seriously that like it's so it's so hammy that Pierce Brosnan is like, listen, I'm just here to have a good time and uh, not take myself so seriously. So it's like it's interesting that the guy who it feels like is not taking himself so seriously is the one who comes across the most authentic. And they really nailed that character from a production standpoint. Yeah. And then they but, killed him. <laughs> but I think that, that was the problem that. with the whole tone of the movie. It's like they have these actors trying to take themselves incredibly seriously and like be all serious. But then they have them doing ridiculous like comedic bits where you're just like, okay, is this serious or not? Like is yeah. Black Adam like a broody teen or is he like love catchphrases? Like the way that they tried to be like, Thin Man in Black got sent you. And then he like just does a bunch of shitty versions of being like the man in black sent me. It was just like, 
this joke goes nowhere. Like it's, it just fell really flat for me. Yeah. I, by all accounts, it's not true. But uh, on this podcast, I would always lean into the fact that there were memos around Warner brothers that DC movies uh, would always have the memo of no jokes. And uh, you know, it's Zack Snyder is a little light on the humor, but sure. uh, sometimes when you do get the jokes, you're like, Ooh, can we go back to the no jokes? Well, Jeff, what do you think about uh, the future and what James Gunn means for it, for the DC universe? Um, I mean, look, on one hand, I think he having somebody who's actually made some of these movies and clearly has a passion for the source material is is a good sign for Warner Brothers because it seems like they haven't figured out to do that previously. That said, I feel like his movies have gotten like gone downhill, right? The best superhero movie he made was the first guardians. And then the second guardians was not as good. Suicide squad was okay, but it wasn't like as good as guardians. So it's not like he's necessarily on an upward trajectory with the movies he's producing. I totally understand like the frustration and backlash where uh, people were upset with the James Cavill or uh, Henry Cavill, uh, no longer playing Superman because it's like where they went ahead and, and announced that he was coming back and then immediately are like, psych! Yeah. Not to mention, it's like you took somebody who was so perfect for the role and just fucking wasted them. So I think most of this anger and vitriol is coming from that, right? Like, yeah, okay, it's been almost 10 years since the first movie he made came out. Why didn't we do a better job making more movies with him while he was in the part? And that's why it's so, it's like, I think a great analogy would be like a sports analogy. You've drafted this like superstar running back and then you don't get any offensive line. So you just watch this guy who you know is super capable just running to get negative yards every fucking play. And you're just like, what are we doing here? Well, and then they trade him away to another team and you go like, cool, I'm glad that we never could figure out how to use this guy. I do want to give you some breaking news because we do know who the new Superman will be. And he's actually with us right now. It is the one, the only uh, standing outside of Angel Stadium, the one and only Liev. Oh, 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 gentlemen. Is that Moo? I liked Black Adam, and then I—I I, I guess they broke the news the day after I watched it that he wasn't returning, and and uh, Black Adam wasn't returning, or at least The Rock wasn't. That sucks. The best part of all this is that your name doesn't say Ho Ho Ho; it says Ho Go Ho. <laughs> ho Go Ho. <laughs> For people who don't watch this show on YouTube, you really miss these great visuals, like the fact that it does say Ho Go Ho. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. To be so, fair, Boo's been pulling me. Uh, you know, uh, opening day isn't for like uh, three months. Ninety-five days. Ninety-five days. Yeah. So, uh, what's uh, what's happening? Why are you, why are you literally standing under the big hats at uh, Angel Stadium? I was hoping to gift Shohei Otani to somebody. <laughs> not the Mets. We don't need him. <laughs> he's not. He's not here. Oh, he's not. <laughs> No, we live uh, close by, and Moo, Moo likes to run around the stadium. So is can he smell the rally monkey? Is he somewhere beneath the stadium? <laughs> yeah, he's not here either. He's with Shohei. Oh. <laughs> it's with Shohei's. It's in Shohei's contract to have the rally monkey with him during the holidays. 
I think that's probably uh, that's probably. I don't know. I think we should all want the rally monkey to be with us for uh, for the holiday time. So, uh, Liev, what is a uh, what's a uh, this is I believe your first appearance on this show as a married man. It might be your second, but uh, this is your first married Christmas. What's going to be different from last Christmas? I won't be as drunk. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely have a leash on me. Oh, oh it's called marriage. Does, I know. Uh, does does Taylor take you out to the uh, parking lot to uh, run around so that you can get some energy out too? I actually fake it. I don't go around running. This is my time to drink. <laughs> I'm sweating because my blood pressure is so high oh. <laughs> from drinking. <laughs> but uh, are you traveling, or are you guys just going to have a married couple Christmas? We we hope so. We got we're doing both parents, and I think this will be the first and last Christmas we ever try to do this. Because it's uh, it's it's a lot. We're traveling actually Christmas morning. Oh, good. We're flying. That sounds out. like the best day to travel. Yeah. Uh huh. It sounds like there won't be any kind of depressed or stressed out pilot flying the plane either that wants to just crash it into the ground. Yeah, and and the great news is that there's no weather issues anywhere in the country this week. No, so I, I, no, I and, have nothing to worry about. And that sucks because my brother lives in Chicago, so he won't be able to. He's he's already given up. He's not even going to try to fly out. Oh, I thought you meant he's given up on being your brother. I, I felt like he would have given up on that a long time ago. I think I met him once, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, so yeah. what, uh, so you've been married for like four months now, right? What, uh, or maybe even five, five months, actually. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what are the big changes in your life now? Um, Nothing, really. Hmm. In case she watches this, uh, happiness, oh, yeah. it's increased. Imagine if she does watch this. That the chances of be... her watching this are remote. <laughs> she doesn't even yeah, listen definitely. to me on the radio. Why would you watch this? Hey, I I occasionally listen to you on the radio, and I'll I'll post little Instagram videos because you're on you're on the digital channel for Jack FM. So if I'm in the one card that has the HD radio in it, I'm like, oh, I know who I can hear. Giving away concert tickets or. Uh, making jokes your uh, co-host barely tolerates you does that sound accurate uh-huh just like you guys <laughs> did uh but it, uh, but i bet she loves you just as much as we did so i don't know how much that is though <laughs> i know dude uh did we start a petition yet for will sterling as the new spot uh superman <laughs> you know i'm glad you said that because to be fair just uh, moments ago in the chat, Dominicus Saxon pointed out James Gunn hasn't replied to me about having Will be the new young Superman. And uh, Leah, you might not even know this, but uh, Will, you've talked about it. I think you talked about it on the show. You did actually audition to be Superman on or Superboy on something, right? Yeah, on Titans. On Titans. And yeah. you didn't get it. And then you saw the show. And did you feel less bad after you saw the show? No, I mean, it'd still be a fucking great part to have. But the guy they yeah. cast looked even younger than me. Um, right. Like I, to play like it as a hypothetical dream, it's like, yeah, it'd be great. But like, not that I'm that old, but I just turned 35. And I'm like, I don't know how young you're looking for, you know, clean shaven. I guess I kind of still look pretty young, but yeah, I'm kind of aging out of these dream parts. You know, I gotta, That's I gotta true. start dreaming about old people parts. You're gonna, you're gonna have to be, uh, you're gonna have to be a Superman's dad, you know, yeah, within That's the next fine. few years. Hey, uh, Liev, what do you think of Will's mustache? We've all talked about it. I love it. I want to be in a dark alley with him. <laughs> there we 
go. Finally. <laughs> I'll show you a dark alley. <laughs> uh, now, now we're getting into what people hey, Christmas. Where's uh, you know, where's TK? He had uh, a a uh, family health emergency, so he was going oh, to be nice. with us, but he's uh, he's not with us. But uh, you know, uh, the uh, so we've got the four of us together, which is great. And uh, what some of you might not realize. Uh, in a few weeks, a little bit less than a month, in January, it will be the 10th anniversary of the Black Cast. Can you Whoa. imagine that? Why? <laughs> I, my wife asked the same question when I told her I was going downstairs into the garage to do this on Christmas <laughs> Eve Eve. She didn't say it, but it, you could see it in her eyes. It was, Why? You know, it's not like there isn't a lot of other things upstairs that still need to be wrapped and assembled and put together and all that. But uh, I'd rather I'd rather chat with you fine folks. So uh, we'll do some big stuff for uh, the 10th anniversary. But uh, I, I I don't know if anybody's excited about it, except for maybe me. Um, I'm thrilled. Yeah, well. Uh, during the course of uh, the last few months, I've uh, been fortunate enough to be a guest on a fairly well-known podcast called Who Are These Podcasts? And the host, Carl, will take a podcast and we cut it up and you play clips and you'll talk about, you basically make fun of shows. I may have even done it with a, with a podcast one show. Uh, but in any case... We uh, so I've asked Carl to uh, join us sometime in January, and uh, he and I are going to take episode one of the Black Cast, and we're going to listen to it, and we're going to uh, isolate all the good moments. Uh, Liev, do you think you might be concerned about anything we might? I haven't listened to it since we recorded it. So, uh, do you think that there should be any concern from you and your well-being about anything I might find in Black Cast episode one? Nah. <laughs> That's a married man for you. <laughs> He's got a lot less to live for. <laughs> I, I am going to get going now. I'm going to bring him in and get water. But uh, I look forward to the 10th year. Yeah. I mean, how amazing have these previous 10 been for you? Uh, I, I feel like I don't get enough. You know what? I think people don't get enough of you. Uh, but we appreciate you taking the time. If you're that close to Angel Stadium, then that means that we can meet up at that Hooters across the street before a game sometime during the season. I don't think that Hooters is there anymore. Uh, all right. Well, we'll have to go to a different one. <laughs> there's, definitely two, there's definitely two breweries we can go to. We'll find you, something. Hey, Will, do you remember we went somewhere uh, really special nearby there with Larry O'Connor once after a game? Or was maybe maybe you weren't with us. Maybe it was Ken. Was no, Ken you. was there. I thought you were with us too, though. No. Oh, all right. I don't. Well, did you go to a strip club? It's a strip club. Yeah, it was like right there. It was before Larry got remarried. I would remember. Is it ever not a strip club? Uh, I mean, it shouldn't. It should always be a strip club. Uh, the last <laughs> thing that I'll ask from you, uh, Liev, have you watched anything great that you're excited about? You liked Black Adam. Uh, but you, but uh, you're disappointed that uh, the Black Adam story won't continue. Anything that you've seen, Christmas or otherwise, uh, at this uh, part of the year on Netflix? And you guys, I'm knowing you guys, you probably watch it. Murderville, Who Killed Santa? Oh, I saw I that poster for that. Is it funny? I have not watched yes. this, that yet, but I did watch the documentary about the guy who tried to get a Harrier jet with Pepsi points. So okay, I, I want to watch that too. 
Um, but Jason Jason Bateman's in it. I do like Jason Bateman. It, it's it's funny if you've never watched one of the Murderville episodes. It's where Will Arnett he has a script, but his guest, like Jason Bateman in this one, there's no script, so it's all improv. I like it. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? That that's a great recommendation. And uh, any uh, any plugs? I guess uh, you'll be uh, you'll be out at Stagecoach this year. I'll be at Stagecoach, but no plugs. Don't find me. I don't think he'd have that hairline if he had plugs. <laughs> Liam, Merry I Christmas! Think just, I think we just have to let you go on that. Merry Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Taylor, we, we miss her. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I wasn't sure he was going to make it, you know, and he barely did. But uh, he saw Black Adam. That seems about right. But yeah, you know, there's one word in that title that makes me surprised that he saw that movie. But, uh, you know, we can we can move on. Um, you know, if you remember, there was a, about a decade ago, he was very excited about uh, there was a, a film being advertised, uh, Black Nativity. That was, uh, I think, in the early days of the Black House. That was. I remember that. Yeah. And according to Minica Saxon, the traditional 10-year anniversary gift is aluminum. And oh. um, I do have... Uh, getting fucked up with a bunch of beer cans, empty beers. Woo! Yeah. And um, the last time I, I had lined up a big uh, celebrity guest for the Black Cast, I ended up having to have a different celebrity guest. So I'm not going to announce anything, but uh, there'll be some special shows for our 10th year. Uh, and uh, we'll do some some regular shows, some special shows and uh, all of that. So, I, Jeff, I feel like I, I feel like you got your thoughts in about James Gunn, but I wanted to bring Liev in. Uh, was there was there anything that you wanted to revisit on that? I think we're the crowd who's like, sure, that could be good. Let's see. Um, it's only like the the diehard, no pun intended, to the greatest Christmas movie of all time. But the the real like died in the wool like Snyder Bros are the ones who are like, fuck that guy. You know, like, I mean, look, it's one of those things where it's like, it would have been cool if Snyder got to just make his vision the way he wanted yeah. to. Cause it's like, after the news, I rewatched Man of Steel and the Dawn of Justice. And it was interesting rewatching Dawn of Justice one. There was a bunch of scenes that I think were the inserted scenes where I was like, oh, yeah, this movie does make a lot more sense and is much more cohesive this way. Yeah. And so it's like, and then the the Justice League one that he did was. I mean, infinitely better than the one that came out uh, and definitely seemed again, like when given his ability to just make the movies he wanted to make, they were good. I enjoyed them at least. So I understand why people would be like, it's a huge bummer. This guy didn't just get to make the movies he wanted, especially when we live in the world where everyone seems to get to make whatever the fuck they want at whatever quality they want and then stick it on a streaming service. But uh it is what it is, right? Like he, it, it fell through because large part due to the horrible tragedy with his daughter, it seems like. So yeah. we just kind of have to accept the world as it is. Like it'd be, I think Black Panther 2 would have been better if Chadwick Boseman wasn't dead, but he did die. So what are you going to do? Uh, Will, I think that uh, the other big sort of DC movie news that came around the same time was uh, not surprising. And I think actually good news was that uh, Patty Jenkins turned in a script for Wonder Woman three and they read it and were like, yeah, what else you got? Yeah. Because uh, 
Wonder Woman 2 is, is one of the worst movies that I've seen in a very long time. Uh, you know, there are yeah. things about it that like, sure, visually it's okay. They obviously spent money. There's a decent enough cast. She's great. I like her. I still don't know why she flew for so long in that movie. But the movie was really bad. She lasted lightning, Christian. Come on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that's what I try to tell my wife, but she doesn't that, believe me. That's like, what's awesome. that lightning. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Johns wrote that script with her too. And he's like, yeah. you know, used to be DC's like golden boy for a really long time. And then I think it's just kind of like he's been doing other shit for many years. I don't know what his deal is. But he he started dabbling in like writing for television and other projects. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this is not a medium. This is not his medium. You know, like he wrote a lot of great comics, but he wrote some episodes of like Smallville, some Justice Society stuff, and some, I think, some of the Arrowverse stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is not good. And then that movie, I was like, oh, she wrote it with him. I was like, that makes sense. He somehow doesn't know how to make the amazing stories he wrote in comic book form coherent as a movie. Like when we were talking, Jeff Winstead was on, you know, just kind of all the little changes you could have made to like fix. It's crazy. I mean, it's always easier to be like the, what's the phrase? Monday morning quarterback. Is that right? Is that about using that correctly? Yes. Uh, About shit like that. But when it's that bad, it is very much like guy in the room situation where you're like, um, this is great. But one question, I, why does it not make sense? I just need it. <laughs> yeah. We kind of like our movies sense. to make sense. Yeah. Um, it's so we, we dodged a bullet. I love Gal Gadot. So hopefully, I don't know. I don't know what the future in terms of casting is going to be like, but I do think she's still bankable in that role. And so the, I wouldn't be surprised if she at least stuck around as that character. I- I would that I I would like to see her again, and yeah. I think uh, Henry Cavill. You feel like it's too bad he didn't really get he got one standalone Superman movie. He didn't really yeah. get a chance for more. But you know, if you're telling stories with these characters younger, uh, I guess uh, you know you move on from them. And uh, I guess we'll have to see what uh, what Aquaman two brings. Uh, I had a. Uh, a memory from, uh, I guess, last night was the, or earlier this week was the anniversary of when the first Aquaman came out. And it uh, oh, yeah. always uh, it always warms my heart to remember when we all went to see it together. And yes. uh, Agent Romanoff, Jeff's girlfriend, Natasha, was with us. And she was laughing in the middle. And <laughs> Will was like, this isn't funny. <laughs> but it was uh, Patrick Wilson uh, with some, you know, really, really clunky dialogue. And uh, he she, owns that clunky dialogue, though. Somehow he's he's still entertained, committed. He's yeah. entertaining to watch. Jeff, does uh, does she ever ask to uh, fire up the first uh, Aquaman and watch it again with you? Or was that a she one? She has not. I don't think she's ever been like, oh, I really need to watch Aquaman again, <laughs> which is I, uh, it's a I mean, interesting. You, you were talking about Gal Gadot. I feel like she's starting to fall into the Dwayne Johnson problem where it's like all her roles are kind of one note of like, I'm the coolest, most awesomest person that's ever lived. Here's me on the screen. And I getting a little fatigued by that character. I feel like if I don't see her play a different thing, I'm going to just not really buy into her acting anymore. I haven't seen her in much except for that. Uh, the, whatever the the last like her uh, hercule perot movie was which was really bad oh the, with, uh, the death on the and nile death on the nile yeah she wasn't yeah. she wasn't in it that much and she wasn't really i feel like the whole billing was i thought she was the lead of that movie no no she's the one who has to die yeah and what she's she's in this whole movie and at no time do we like it's on a cruise ship it's running 
at no time is she in a bathing suit. And I'm just like, why am I watching this movie if she's barely in it? And, you know, she's really just covered up for the entire movie. It's probably because she was pregnant at the time. I, I don't know what the timing was that they filmed it, but I was disappointed. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see her again, but, it, you know, someone else could play uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Will, do you think you have the range to step in as the new Wonder Woman? Yes. I do. Okay. I, I do. I, yeah. Um, I, I don't think you could play Wonder Girl at this point, though. You'd have to be Wonder Woman. Too you know, old. You, yeah, you're too yeah. old for Wonder Girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you too old? I think you're too old for Robin as well. Well, I could be doing Nightwing. Can you a imagine? Not the Titan. That's, I'm just imagining the shit fit people would have if they cast a trans woman as Wonder Woman. Oh, people would lose well, their minds. They can't handle a Black Little Mermaid. Could you imagine? Yeah. But it'd be like. It'd be the it'd really be I'd imagine the turfs that would be freaking out the most. That's true, because they'd be like, "That's our character." <laughs> so, so is she's Jeff, not is that a real your, woman? Jeff, is that your vote for Laverne Cox as Wonder Woman in the next film? Yes. All right. I look, I just wanted to make sure that uh, that that's what we're getting. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, that was the news where when I heard that that you know Patty Jenkins is like. And they didn't like what I did. And I was like, well, good, because nobody liked what you did last time. <laughs> no so I'm doubt. glad they're yeah. not giving you another chance to be terrible. Uh, have either of you, I don't know the answer to this, have either of you experienced uh, Avatar The Way of Water? No. I uh, thought that I was going to have seen it twice by now because my son is very excited for it because oh, he, he wants to be like an oceanographer, you know, I think if he if he knew what a marine biologist was, maybe so just the fact that there's a little water and uh, there's stuff about it. That's great. But uh, it is three hours and 12 minutes. Yeah. Why so, do you have to join the army to work in biology? I've never understood that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you only catch you only catch fish. You go. Hoorah. Uh, Saxon, this is crazy talk. Wonder Woman 1984 was better than Aquaman, but only because of Gal Gadot. I love Gal Gadot. Aquaman, uh, Aquaman was not perfect, but it was it it was pretty good. I I liked it for the most part. Wonder Woman 84, I mean, I I don't know. I, I if you give me a choice, can I watch Wonder Woman 84 again or whatever uh, Tommy Wiseau's follow up to the room was? I, I don't even know. I'd, I'd watch that. The even if it's not. If it's not edited together, it's fine. I'll still watch it. It was the web series I I was almost in. That's right, pro. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will say, like, I, I Aquaman is not good. Like, I'm aware of that, but it's at least one of those movies where you're like, I can, this is still fun. Something nice. It's to a glean. watchable superhero movie. Yeah, That's something we about this. Wonder Woman 1984 is just like, oh no, this is. This is bad. <laughs> My favorite part of Aquaman is that it seems like uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II got a lot more roles after that. That's true. That's true. He didn't really need to be in that movie, but it's cool that we had it, considering we're probably not going to get a third Aquaman movie. Uh, we'll get to see uh, get to see that character uh, evolve, and then uh, that'll be that. I heard that there were, that they they have a, a Batfleck cameo for Aquaman too. Yeah. Yeah. And that they might not use it 
because of the way do. that it tested. Just put and all the just, fucking like, cameos in there. They have apparently Superman and Wonder Woman for the Flash. They had cameos that they're cut. I'm like, just put them in. You're not yeah. going to, nothing's going to happen after this. Just show everybody all the shit. Give everybody all their and, remaining treats and then hit the restart button. It's fine. Put out that Batgirl movie that has yes. Michael Keaton in it. Yeah, God, fuck yeah. yeah. God. I mean, you could have just thrown that shit on HBO Max or something, right? That was something, where it was yeah. going to go originally. Yeah. Well, but they, they, HBO Max original. you can make more isn't money that telling, though, they yeah. were they were like this is so bad we can't even put it out for free <laughs> they, they need like a they need like a, a junior <laughs> streaming service you know how it's like disney plus put some overflow on hulu you know so it's yeah. like hbo max needs i don't know cinemax max you know i, I mean i can't imagine it being that bad you know what i mean it's like I what i said at the time is how could it be worse than wonder woman 1984 Right, or any of the Fantastic Four movies, except for the Roger Corman one. Thank you. I'm glad you amended that because oh, uh, always. I was about to, was about that to was, kick you out. That was my joke after I left the, the newest one. I was like, what a weird world to live in where I have all three versions of the Fantastic Four. Somehow the Roger Corman one is the best. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Ghost86, uh, 8386, apologies, Ghost. The Century Project, importantly, in development at Marvel Studios, uh, Ghost is a, a, a Marvel homer like me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll... You know, it's another Superman-like character, uh, but uh, oh, I'd right. be interested in that. Dominica Saxon has the point. Uh, I miss William Hurt, but it's hard to go wrong with her having Harrison Ford as a replacement because uh, Ghost mentioned uh, Thunderbolts. It, 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 it's tough to be like, oh, no, I can't believe that Harrison Ford's going to be in this movie, you know? Right. So, um, but... In any case, uh, yeah, I knew, I knew that we would spend a little time on the DC stuff. I was glad that this happened right around Christmas time. But uh, I think the most interesting thing is how approachable James Gunn is. And the fact that like I've been I, I've had him tweet responses to things that I've written. He's liked posts that I've made. And, uh, you know, it's like usually that's not the case for somebody that, you know, you, you, know, you want to criticize something or ask a question to kevin feige you you're not getting anywhere near him you know so uh, i think it's uh i don't know i hope that that transparency helps he apparently does something where he has his uh all of his tweets delete after 90 days oh yeah which, wonder why which, which well yeah exactly because because <laughs> if he didn't do that uh -oh. then he never would have ended up in making dc movies either and we've talked about that on the yeah podcast this too. did this fuck up get him the job like yeah. what an insane <laughs> getting fired off of guardians three before being rehired for it yeah. is the only reason he ever ended up in the, in the DC universe. And now he's now the CEO co-CEO yeah. of DC. So CEO. he should have those, those quote unquote offensive tweets from like 2009 framed in his house. And he's like, yeah, thank like God those got me bill. for like a minute. The, the first dollar bill I ever made was this tweet yeah. about a half chub yeah, or whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah, was, uh, it, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, so so that just uh, goes to show now being canceled, pseudo canceled. You can come back around and be honestly one of the most successful big people in the world. You know, so anything can go for Trump, I suppose. Yeah, there's. I mean, he. You, you, you see those. <laughs> you see those sweet digital trading cards that he. I uh, saw those. Digital, God, God, those are so. I honestly spent hours just reading all the different stories about how fucking ridiculous and insane and stupid and shitty the Photoshop of those cards was hilariously oh. bad. Well, I, I, I think you, you misspoke. The word you're looking for is awesome and amazing. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what. You're and increasing about. in value. 
That's right. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> yeah. No, the one of him in the NASCAR outfit. It's the thing that's funny about those, and we don't need to get too far, I guess, down the political thing, but it honestly just goes to show like this is how fucking dumb he thinks his supporters and his fans are. Like, this is exactly what he thinks about you. You Doesn't know what I mean? Like think knows. Exactly. He, said he you, likes the uneducated. You want to see me. You want to see me dressed as a spaceman. You want to see me dressed as a NASCAR racer. You want to see me as a superhero, as a boxer. Uh, really, I could be anything if you use your imagination and care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I. Uh, <laughs> this is the picture I, of me knocking out Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really happened. Of course it happened. You know, unfortunately, it was you know, he said I have huge again, hands. But... He's never felt a hand so big on his face before. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't want to uh, try and find too many of them, but uh, God, the ones that so I'm able good. to find here visually. So there's obviously the superhero in a boxing a... ring. Yeah, he's a yeah, superhero in a boxing ring. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That's what Superman yeah. does. He goes and just murders boxers. Professional. <laughs> to be boxers. fair, you haven't seen Creed the American Creed yet. way. That might be that. You know, it might be. Uh, uh, well, and, and he's he's so, uh, so yeah, he's going to be boxing the uh, Jonathan Majors, so who plays <laughs> Kang, and he's Killmonger. So in a way, this That's is right. kind of what we're getting in, in uh, yeah. uh, Creed Three. Have you? This led me down an incredible rabbit hole about memes I was totally unaware of, including one called Dark Brandon. Have you heard about the Dark Brandon mm -hmm. meme? I have heard of Dark Brandon. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? The fact that it was actually started by like. QAnon Trumpy people that it then was stolen by liberals to talk about Joe Biden's accomplishments while painting the picture of him as like some evil yeah. superhero. No, he's called he, Dark he's basically Brandon. like Zod. You know, he's <laughs> like it, it's basically what if Joe Biden was uh was, was General Zod? And uh yeah, I believe uh for fans of who are these podcasts and a few other places. I believe Stuttering John from the Howard Stern show sells dark Brandon t-shirts and he's very proud of them. Uh, so sometimes the internet uh, is like you where you were reminded that like it can be a, a great place. Yeah. Hey, well, what do you think about this uh about this hot take from Ghost 8386? Wonder Woman 1984 was better than Supergirl parentheses 1984. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't I don't think it's wrong. I just uh I I, I just uh well, you might disagree. You what, might have a soft spot. Supergirl from 84 has uh, an astounding lack of Gal Gadot. So oh, there's fair. You okay. Know, if Wonder that. Woman 1984 came out in 1984, it would be an infinitely better movie. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now I'm remembering how there's like one song from the 80s in that movie. And so like they just missed that whole aspect of like what could have made it fun. You know, yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Let's put it this you way. Also Said it in 1984 and didn't make it about like the police state, Big Brother watching you. Why was yeah. it even? Yeah, why? Because no that country. actor, that actor got to play Ronald Reagan, if you remember. Mm. Isn't he in it? Who, who There's did? an actor who plays Ronald Reagan at one point. He's like, uh, like the Mandalorian is like uh, ghost whispering him. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember the movie very well, but I know the Mandalorian's in it. So, oh yeah, he's uh, Maxwell Lord, which is a, also yeah. a fucking weird. Mm -hmm. uh, Soon he'll be playing Joel in the Last of Us show. Oh, that's right. Is that? Oh, I didn't even realize it's that. coming out on HBO. It's the game is fucking amazing. So if the show lives up to the game, it'll be really good. Uh, 
what are what are some uh, you know we can also spend some time on some year in review kind of stuff. What's uh, some stuff that you guys have been uh, checking out lately? Jeff, you always seem to have gotten to the stuff that's on my list of like, oh yeah, I really want to watch that. You've usually watched the stuff that I want to see. What are you? That's a nice way of saying I have nothing going on in my life. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, lately <laughs> we've been watching C. So I'm probably a bit late on it, but it's been that's uh, that's good. also with Aquaman in it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing oh yeah, circle. yeah. Um, it's, there's a lot of, you got to stretch while you're watching it. Cause it's like the whole premise is everyone's blind and they do yeah. a lot of shit where you're like, mm-hmm, if everyone's blind, then why is this happening? But, um, in general, it's a, it's an interesting, it's, there's just like, I don't want to like reveal too much in case you ever want to watch the show. Cause it's pretty interesting. Yeah. But in terms of like the overarching story is really fascinating and like, uh, but it's more like in the episodes, certain things that happen and certain things like change the way that they work all of a sudden you go like, uh-huh, why did that happen? And aren't we still in the first season? You, you couldn't figure that out, but I'm um, still enjoying it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we've watched. I don't know. The, I watched that Murderville thing Bajinski was talking about. It was funny. It's like, it's mostly funny because of how much Will Arnett is breaking like he's oh, constantly okay. laughing at what's happening. Look, now that he's not here, does it seem like television for simple people that simple people would really enjoy that? Is that what you're trying to say? Maybe it's, I mean, it was, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's just, it's not, I wasn't blown away by it. Like it had a couple of good laughs in the beginning, but it felt like it kind of lost steam as they tried to get further into their episode. Um, wow, so it a- sounds like a Bujenski radio show. There's a couple laughs right at the beginning, but uh, it loses steam really quickly. Yeah. Unless there's a ladder on the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I watched Emancipation, the Will Smith movie. It was, it was interesting, but they do this really fucking stupid thing uh, that they don't do well. And it worked. It's so through the whole movie, you know how it looks like it's black and white. It's not. They intentionally went and adjusted the tones in like every scene so that it just makes it feel more black and white, but certain colors pop, but it's not really in black and white ever. It's just really muted color. Hmm. But the problem is there'll literally be scenes where you're looking at a person's face and it's like flashing with color and then to black and white. So it's almost like, did your algorithm fuck up like what's going on here it just is really distracting that color is popping in and out of like the image that i'm looking at when it seems like it's meant to be consistent uh dominicus saxon saying yellowstone rocks i've heard that from a lot of people i've 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 not seen it though i I watched that that. it was good i've watched i haven't watched the most recent season but i watched the ones that were available previously and it's definitely good it's a lot of like it's it's definitely one of those that guy, Taylor Sheridan, is clearly yeah. making shows for boomers because there's just a lot of this glorifying, like kind of old and sometimes reductive way of li- ways of life. Well, like on one hand, he may he'll like make good points and salient points about like their Wild West stuff. 
at the next scene, he'll say something where it's just like, yeah, because any progress or any different way that people live their lives is garbage. And they should just kill themselves. They're awful. It's a weird. It and is then, a weird. <laughs> well, he's leaned into it even more with the Tulsa King show. It's like yes. literally a boomer fantasy where it's like, well, what would happen if a 75 year old Stallone was, was <laughs> sick of taking shit from these guys and just punch him in the fucking face? Yeah, stupid idiots running a dispensary. Whoa! I do want to watch that, but there's a the part of me that's afraid of like, but it's like, it's, am I? Should I be going home again? Should I watch that? Because what am I going to think of Sly afterwards? It's actually there's it's, a I've watched like the first three episodes. It's okay. a guilty pleasure for sure because the one upside to watching it, even though it is what Jeff's saying, it's fucking so average and basic. Like you, you can't even believe it. But Stallone is clearly having a good time, and you haven't really seen him act besides like the first Creed, where he's like kind of a character. You know what I mean? He's like he's still very much himself, but you can tell he's having a good time. And I'm like, oh, it's it's fun to see him like in a show where yeah, he punches some guys in the face, but he's not a major action star. Mm. Uh, so he's Did like, do you has think a he had fun making that do? Rambo movie that the three of us went to see together? <laughs> I don't know. Considering, considering now he's like this a big like uh, advocate of like no prop guns on set or something. Recently, he's like, yeah. After the Kevin Spacey thing, he's like, we shouldn't have this. Not Kevin Spacey. Oof. Alec Baldwin. Um, same, same, same guy, different. by the way. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking different. Uh, but I, different the, racist, I agree. Rapist. Different. <laughs> a murderer and a rapist. I will. I, I agree with the Yellowstone because it's like I was so in it for like two seasons, and then I realized it was just kind of like the same thing over and over again. And it's like I watched four seasons, but what's wild that is so easy to forget about, which is insane, is that, and this is established like in the pilot or the second episode, Kevin Costner's character is a fucking crime boss. Mm-hmm. He has people killed, and has probably murdered someone himself. He is responsible for the death of lots and lots of people. And then he goes off to like wax philosophical about like the old days and like my and like there's this protester girl who like gets royally fucked over for like, I don't know, having an opinion about taking care of the planet. And he like puts her in his truck and like shows her like the ways of the West. And then she fucks him. And then she goes to prison because of him. Like He's the fucking worst person on earth. And yet they go back and forth between like, yeah, he has people killed, but like, he's also like a really great guy who cares about fundamental beliefs. It's, they're so, you're, you're very right. Also, fun fact, that chick is literally the main chick from Coyote Ugly. Really? Yeah. Is that Piper, Piper Parabu? Yep. I did oh not know that. I and thought she looked so familiar, but I remember I her name. Uh, oh, Dominica Saxon says, I heard Kevin Spacey had a loaded gun too. It's so true. Thank Blew you. up in true. his hand. Um, no, you're very right. He's a hundred percent a crime boss. And then they'll do things where it's like, I just want to hang out with my grandkids and, yeah. and be a nice old man. Like, Feel bad murderer. <laughs> you're very much a murderer who's super cool with murder. Like you yeah. need to stop pretending you're like this really cool guy. And the best part is it, this is also why it feels like it just feels like it's meant to lean into a little bit more of a conservative older audience because it's things like that where it's like, yeah, this guy kills, but it's like, you know, to preserve his way of life. <laughs> and, and everyone is super cool with it. Yeah, all us farmers are cool if you shoot a guy because then we'll know you'll shoot a guy for us. It's like, <laughs> that's not a good message. And that's not a good platform. Like, what also, is happening here? The 
insane amount of shit that like like forest and wildlife police like reserve agents are like yeah. allowed to get away. I don't even know what their designation is, but like they're like storming like militant bases and just fucking killing people willy-nilly. And they're like, I guess we'll have to let this one slide, Costner and your wildlife cops. What they need to do is have an episode where one of his bullshit employees who's like a bullshit deputy of something decides to like pull someone else over because they cut them off and it's like, I'm a cop. And it's yeah. like, no, you're not. You're not. Like, yeah, I am. I got a gun. What are you gonna do about it? Oh, my copa. That shows Dominican Saxon says, "Welcome to the Pacific Northwest." And uh, that reminds me that I never did see that uh, Idris Elba fights a lion movie from earlier oh, this year. Beast. I, I believe it's him. on Peacock now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really want to see him kill a lion. N- no, I think that he. Lions like, trying it, to lion. No, I'm pretty sure he fist fights it. I'm serious. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> That's I have an weird. issue with. I just want to see the lion putting up its teeth. <laughs> Put a bob. It's like Put that a king, bob. That, yeah, the animated king lion with the little crown. I guess the. I have an issue with movies like maybe it's just a present day thing where it's like humans like going toe to toe and like having to kill them because they're like bad. I'm like, that's a wild animal. Like, just don't fuck with it. He's a lot. He's just out lioning himself. You know, it's like, what are you doing? Don't mm-hmm. you don't have to what? kill it. Then you really wouldn't have liked the director's cut of Lyle Lyle Crocodile. I think oh. it's probably good that you didn't they see drown it. Lyle in the bathtub. Fuck try. It's make boots out of you. A bag. <laughs> little Sean Mendez piece of shit. Oh, but uh, yes, you know that's something I want to say. You know, uh, our our pal uh, Coltrane was uh, unable to be with us, but uh, he and I are going to do a special show in the new year. There's a uh, Casey Anthony documentary oh, on God. Peacock. Super yeah. And uh, I texted him uh, if, if he was watching it. And his response was, what do you think? <laughs> so, uh, yes, he's he's all he's still all in. So uh, we'll we'll spend some time on that. Oh, of course, Dominican Sexton sees everything. Uh, Beast <laughs> is fine, but he fights a lion for 10 minutes. The fight would last for nine seconds tops. <laughs> Uh, like, I, I there's know. no way that lion has that kind of stamina. If he's vigorously beaten that lion, there's like, <laughs> oh, I thought he was implying that Idris Elba would fucking drop that lion in nine seconds. I believe that's, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he would just rope a dope the lion, like let it, you know, scratch him up a little bit, and then once the lion loses steam, he's coming in. <laughs> the, lion, the lion hides the fact that he's a southpaw until like the sixth round. <laughs> Takes everyone by surprise. He was never fighting with his strong hand first. And everyone's singing Idris Boumaier. And then finally. (laughs) Idris Boumaier. (laughs) I'm going to assume Will hasn't seen that documentary. I guess not. I don't even know what that is. So so I was referring, the whole uh, rope-a-dope is from the Ali Foreman fight, which happened in Africa. And in Africa, they were all supporting Ali. So they were chanting Ali Boumaier. I gotcha. Yeah. And uh, they, they, th- I think to this day, the uh, Foreman Grill is still not popular <laughs> in Africa. Uh, earlier, uh, Ghost 8386 said Elon Musk is a wannabe Tony Stark and Lex Luthor. I mean, look, if, if you have like any kind of insidious or evil inclination anywhere, yeah, I think that uh, wanting to be Lex Luthor is, is right up there. I mean, Tony Stark, you know, was uh, I, I guess they dressed him up real nice, but yeah, his company developed military weaponry, so you know, it's not the greatest guy out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, the the point that I made about Elon Musk was that it's like whenever he like actually tweets, he always feels like that 
that meme of Steve Buscemi that's uh, with like the backwards hat. Like, what's up, fellow children? It's like he's <laughs> yeah. trying so hard, and it's like, dude, you're not cool. Like, you, you don't have an know insane amount of money. Yeah, and you have a uh, you have quite a few illegitimate children. So respect for not pulling out, you know. But other than that, <laughs> isn't he like notoriously bad in bed? Something like every single one of his exes has gone on record as being like he's awful. Uh, yeah, he he would appear that way. I just yeah. by looking at him, you know. Sometimes yeah. you can just kind of tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, his last name is Musk, so that's not that's helping. Right. Have you? Do you know what his mom looks like? Somebody described her on Twitter a couple of years ago as an X Men villain, and that's mm-hmm. I can't unsee the fact that she looks like Pitch Perfect casting for an X Men villain. She could like, also like, play Cruella Deville. Yes, it's like 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 uh, an Elseworlds older Emma Frost. Like this most insane looking rich. Woman. She should have played Madam Spider. Oh, there you go. Wait, Madam Isn't Web, Madam Spider, good. Isn't she good? Hey, Madam Madam Web is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. So you're telling me, and again, this is one of those ones that's uh, a visual for our our visual audience you're telling me and of course an ad popped up you're telling me that that <laughs> god damn it <laughs> there's nothing i can do it's getting worse oh, sign yeah. me up <laughs> you're telling me that that's not glenn close as uh cruella as cruella yeah that's not what that is no. that's i that's insane yeah that's that's like emma frost after somebody has you know sucked like it, 80 years of life force also- out of her doesn't help that her name is a supervillain name, May Musk. Like, are you no, fucking no. kidding me? May Musk. Flex <laughs> like Luthor's aunt, May Musk. Like, yeah, it's a aunt, it's for aunt May's spring. fucking like yeah. one eighty dark universe. May Musk, Aunt May Musk, <laughs> the evil version of Spider's uh, aunt. Jeff, you were way ahead of the curve on Twitter. You've been uh, off Twitter for uh, I don't even know how long now. You know. Uh, you you were you basically you and and Dennis Miller uh, October 2022 uh, sorry October 2020 yeah I'm out just delete it oh I you mean, want me to put it on pause no delete it I'm like all right <laughs> I I love that I've been vindicated by everybody fleeing it like <laughs> uh, Plague City but yeah uh, I mean I don't think. I don't think uh, my hatred of Twitter has anything to do necessarily with the musk of it all. It's just like it had just become such a disgusting vitriolic place where it's like your opinion on anything is just like you're just some random person you've never met is going to have something to say and tell you you're like a moronic piece of shit. So I stopped. (laughs) But uh, follow me on Twitter at Christian DMZ. And uh, at the same time, you can, of course, follow Will at Will Sterling underscore. I think that those are really the important things, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. See, but you guys have like reasons to promote yourself. I have no interest in promoting myself anymore because it's like I'm just better off here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you make time for us. I appreciate that. I see that as an honor, Mm -hmm. you know, that uh, you still in. This way I can say what I have to say and then not have to hear anyone's response <laughs> to like the things <laughs> I have to say. Except for Dominica Saxon. Yeah, that's or, true. Or uh, Ghost8386, who's decided to just drop some fat beats, just uh, some lyrics for Insane in the Membrane, uh, which, look, I'm here for it. Uh, you know, I'm here for anytime anybody wants to give us Cypress Hill lyrics in the chat, uh, I, I welcome it. Uh, well, 
gents, as we start to wind things down, what are we uh, most excited about for 2023? Um, me? Nah, I got nothing. What about you, Will? <laughs> for in 2023? Yeah. Um, I'll, ooh, I'll say it here first. Actually, I've said it on my podcast. I got a book coming out, debut novel coming out nice. in, in the spring. So big, big plans and some other projects you, I have. Do you works. think we might be able to uh, schedule an appearance on this show where we talk to you about it? Or do we have to talk to your publisher? We'll see. I got to think okay. about it. Yeah. Do you also think that there's a chance that uh, we can do that Wizard of Oz episode of History Rated R? <laughs> we still, I keep, but I, I have to go see Frank really every tried. two goddamn really weeks, pushed. and I'm like, fuck, yeah, we need, we need to do I, some. I don't, I haven't pushed. I, I could write to Craig. I could, uh, I, I could try and sweet talk him if you need me to. Uh, uh, no, but, he's already approved. We just need to coordinate and schedule. Yeah, I also have to remind myself what I pretend that i remember from 11th grade but i know it's good don't worry i'm not gonna let you down um yeah what about uh what about you jeff uh are we excited for any of the uh any of the the dc superhero movies that uh, they couldn't release in 2022 because they ran out of money to market them like flashpoint or uh shazam 2 I mean, no, not particularly like excited. I'll still watch yeah. them when they sure. come out because I'm like, sure. But it just seems like it's they, you know, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, hey, we like to ruin our movies by constantly trying to set up other movies. And now it's like all those movies are canceled. So are we going to like go back to the drawing board and fix some of our scripts from the current movies that are coming out? Not likely. If they had, <laughs> maybe they'd be end up having been better movies. But we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, there's the, the ones that we know are coming. I'm, I'm intrigued by whatever this splash is that James Gunn's going to make for uh, Guardians 3. What's his big ending to that story? But I think the movie that I think I'll be most disappointed by if it isn't great is the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. And mm. it was a pretty cool trailer for that. The first one was so good. And, you know, there's there's no instance in history where uh, a, a first movie is good and the second one is is not as good. I mean, not something we were talking about earlier. But uh, so. Well, those two I think guys, that, Miller yeah. and, and uh, Lord, Lord, right? Yeah, uh, they've I mean, they've hit on a bunch of stuff. So it's like it's easy to have faith in them until proven otherwise. Like they haven't really made a shitty movie that I'm like in this medium that I'm aware of. Yeah, that's because Disney didn't let them make their their Han Solo movie. They brought in Ron Howard Bastards. to make it. So we don't know. <laughs> Maybe they could have made a shitty movie. Might have made a great movie. Yeah. Um, apart from your own novel, though, is there something? Uh, it, 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 I don't know. Are you are you trepidatious about uh, Flashpoint because it is another Barry, Barry Allen story? I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman, and I like the character of the Flash, so I'd like to see some of the effects. And uh, I. I like that director and I like the composer. They got to do the music. I'm There's curious. a lot of stink around Ezra Miller though. You know, that's the, a, the that's Supergirl a stuff. Problem. It's a huge problem. The problem is now easily solvable by just not making a sequel and canceling yeah. that. Um, so they, they've, they've managed to uh, save themselves a lot of grief because Ezra was a huge problem, but uh, I'd like to see it for its other pieces. You know, it sucks when one person fucks up something that like, 500 people worked on you know like yeah because and it's like I, I well wish, now we clearly I wish have this to, like, was the moment that liev was sitting in the waiting room waiting to come <laughs> in because that just would have been the perfect timing but anyway yeah. sorry go ahead 
for everybody who makes a movie, you know, crew wise and and the rest of the cast. And I I want to see fucking Ben Affleck as Batman again. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. Goddamn, sue me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I would have much rathered that James Bondy Batman movie that he wrote than the fucking Matt Reeves one. I don't care. I'll I say. Would, I'd definitely be down to seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne Batman. That'd oh yeah, Flashpoint Batman. That would be cool. Maybe that'll happen. So maybe there's some nice. fun shit in the store. I don't know. Well, yeah, and uh, and and you're just uh, so you're out on all Marvel movies at this point, or uh, no? Did you see Black Panther two? I saw Black Panther two, yeah. And uh, what was your thought? Because we, I, I, you hadn't seen it when we were doing uh, the episode. It was all right. It was kind of of a mess. Uh, It's hard. How do you recover? You know what I mean? Like after that, it's not really my place to say. But I thought that they could have handled. It better the death like it was yeah. like it felt actually like not that i don't know it was weird and i thought the guy who played namor was cool i still think yeah. the wing on the feet i still think that character is so silly that <laughs> they tried so hard and they gave them such cool backstory and they really motivated it and when i saw him fly around i was like i cannot i'm sorry mm, just take yeah. away just make him fly without the wings i this is yeah. no uh and i think maybe because i have like aquaman to compare it to i didn't understand the like the way that the underwater people because sometimes they were like super fast and powerful and then sometimes they were just like swimming normal and it was like i didn't understand the science of that universe not that i needed to but it it, it was weird i like shuri you know like that's great good i'm, I'm happy uh but i i don't know it, was, it wasn't it wasn't great well uh, in the chat there's some uh, milestones ghost will turn 40 in 2023 and that's something you guys don't have to worry about just that's yet why his screen name is 8386 oh oh yeah my wife's gonna turn 40 as well she's born in 83 and uh Dominic saxon will be 52 in a few months uh you know what I, I, if you really did take a day off of work today so that you could be here for us i'm glad i think you deserve it i think you need i think you need some more uh r some more downtime my friend uh, but uh, we appreciate you uh, always being consistent and uh, spending time with us. Yes, Jeffrey. One point since we were talking about Black Panther 2. The, the, I think a big issue is introducing new societies that have kept themselves completely hidden in the MCU after the Thanos situation. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense that, um, oh God, what was the name of their city? Underwater. I don't know. It was. It's or not Atlantis. Atlantis so yeah, that's why I don't I remember, remember that. Name. So basically, just call it not Atlantis. Yeah. Not yeah. Atlantis. So it doesn't make for like. There's a couple big issues I had with the movie. One, if they're so clearly superior Sorry. to like anybody who's trying to come get them, since so all right, they they identify Wakanda as the strongest surface nation. They have absolutely no fear of going to war with Wakanda but they're driven by a fear that the white man is going to come try to get them whom they think is inferior to Wakanda in terms of military power. That makes no fucking sense. Your motivation to reveal yourself is that people who are clearly not strong enough to do anything to stop you or like affect you might eventually want to try to come affect you. It just boggled my mind. And then secondarily, it's like, so you're never going to address with this community anything to do with the Thanos snap 
or how that could have potentially led into you being like, well, you know, we just assumed we had nothing to do with what was going on on the surface. And then half our people disappeared and we were like, maybe it does. So we should check out what's going on up here. Right. That seems like it would have made better sense in terms of a motivation than like, hey, and then here's another point. This dude's 1500 years old or however, however old he is, 500 years, whatever. 500, it was. yeah. And saw slavery happening in his native land and just killed the immediate slavers and was like, back to the water. Let's not free any other slaves. Like, what the fuck? It just, there's just like some really weird motivations of the characters. And then I personally thought Letitia Wright was not good in terms of they didn't ask her to handle any of the emotional gravitas in the whole film. Like anything emotional had to be with one of the other much better actors like her mom or Mbaku or somebody else because she just did, like wasn't really emoting anything in most any of her scenes. It was, I felt like she should have become the Black Panther after she realized that like rage and vengeance wasn't the answer. It was weird that actually, I was thinking they were going to do some like, you don't need the heart-shaped herb. There's some, you know, some sort of like mythological way to oh, become the Black Panther. Oh, but you have the power to become and Black it, Panther all it along, It turns out Dorothy. that all she, that you actually, anyone, they just, if they eat the fucking, I mean, they have yeah. to be in the family, I guess. But like, I was like, oh, so it doesn't matter that she hasn't learned the lesson yet. She can become the Black Panther when she's sort of like evil Shuri and then learns and fighting the the worst Aquaman that she shouldn't kill him or anyone. And then she's better. I was like, wow. Like everyone's learning these lessons like out of order. And then, then it's just like, and here's a sequence of like Chadwick to make you sad. I'm like, motivate this. God damn it. Like don't, it's yeah. just sad well, for the sake of sad. And the whole scene in the very beginning of the movie with the UN where they're basically like, yes, so what? We have weapons that could kill all of you. It's not like we would ever let some evil dictator take control of our country like we did in the last film. (laughs) That could never happen. We would never. You guys don't remember, do you? Oh, I guess I I guess you do. It's just like Uh, it just felt like lazy motivations for a lot of the characters. And I I chalk that all up to we're way too far into production to yep. really go back to the drawing board and Chaswick, Chadwick died. So they had to like dramatically shift the motivations and tones of a bunch of things. And I just, I, I, I don't blame them. I still will like if Kugler Kugler makes a black Panther three, I'm going to definitely be there to be like, all right, yeah. let's see what you got this time. Yeah, It just felt like there was too many things working against this one for me to give it a pass as much as I'm sure it deserves one. Cause there was the lo- motivations were just lazy and didn't make sense. And it was just like, what are we doing here? Like you, they, they, cause, because that was some of the excellence of the first film is like, they come to grips with like, Hey, our isolationism is actually super selfish and shitty. And then it feels like we just went back to like, yeah, we should go back to isolationism. Fuck the rest of the world. Like, what? I, I thought we got like past this. The weight of Chadwick actually passing away and how that affected the story. When uh, spoilers, obviously, for anybody watching, when the mom died, I was like, no, <laughs> we are. This is already weighing over. Why does yeah. this need? To, I don't think this needs to happen. Well, my it doesn't change anything. In the original version that Ryan Coogler expected to make of this movie with. Chadwick Boseman in it. Yeah. She was going to die. But then it's yeah. like, well, yeah, but that doesn't mean she has to still, you know, you, the motivation for Shuri doesn't really change. You just make her angrier. She's already angry yeah. enough. She's already more mad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but no I, 
I agree with Jeff's point in that I'm more excited and interested in a Black Panther three because this got it out of the way. It's like you have yeah. they decided they need to address this and deal with it. Great. Is she going to be Black Panther again? Is uh, Lil T'Challa going to you know go into some portal and then pop out and be like 15 years older? It's comics. You can always do it. They would know. face a lot of backlash if they if they had a workaround to make the Black Panther a man again. That would Little be Little T'Challa bad. X is exactly who I want to see Little starring in the next film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff, I haven't I haven't talked to you since uh, since it ended. Uh, uh, ultimately, uh, what did you think of Andor? I liked it. I yeah. I really enjoyed the show. And I, I felt like they did a great job where they had this main continuous story, almost making short narratives to yeah. make it like move because we're going through time, right? Like you kind of have your original little like, um, what is it? The, uh, uh, what, what did they call themselves? The factions or something where it was like something conglomerates. Yeah. Right. The they had their little first three episodes with that. Then you kind of have your little um the heist heist narrative. Then yeah. you've got your prison narrative and so on. And I just yeah, I mean the characters that they brought in, the different storylines and motivations, it felt like they fleshed out the world in a and their sorry, the galaxy in a more meaningful way than they have in a lot of the other stuff that we've seen. Yeah. I, I think that uh Will, I know you didn't have any interest in it. But uh, it was surprising that their follow-up to a Ben Kenobi show was, we're going to really get down in the dirt and talk about uh, the problems with fascism. We're going to really sit and spend a lot of time with it. Uh, it's uh, some incredible acting moments, but then also it's like grown-up Star Wars, but not like you know Star Wars After Dark, where it's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to say fuck. You know, and it's just like, it's like, oh, I can't imagine children enjoying this because it's like, it's like, it's like too sophisticated and over their heads, like yeah. these concepts. Like I, I couldn't imagine watching this as, as a kid, mm. but uh, as a very old man, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Dominica Saxon says, uh, Andor was such a good series. So many amazing parts. Every episode got better and better. It was more Star Wars than any of the movies. I mean, I think that why it was good was that it wasn't as Star Wars as most of the stuff that we've gotten. You know, there's times where you're not even thinking about how it's it's in the Star Wars universe. You're just sort of dealing with the issues at hand. But um, that's all right. Well, you don't even need Disney Plus at this point. I, I hope you don't have it. I do not. Although the new season of Doctor Who will be there when we get the new Doctor. So there, I'm that's so scared about Disney's influence. Yeah. Haven't Disney keeps like putting teasers or like little bits of their stuff out on Hulu now too. So it's like, yeah. as long as you got access to Hulu, you can still get some of it. And, and, and will, I can tell you didn't watch Jody Whitaker's last episode of Dr. Who, because there's something you would have talked to me about if you'd watched it. So I know a lot of things have already been spoiled for me, which makes me yeah. very angry. But I don't so. think it's, the, I, I don't think the thing that I'm thinking of was spoiled for you. There's something like, I know that's very specific to me that's spoiled. Oh, okay. so, if you know that, then you might as well not even bother that. Yeah, the bummer. <laughs> that was what I was watch excited. It. I'm still gonna yeah. watch it. Like the New Year, Christmas and the New Year is like for whatever reason when I try to catch up on Doctor Who, and so like I've gone to her second season now to try yeah. to see if I can do it. Well, there's a there's a Mary Shelley episode I think in that. I've season. seen that. I watched yeah. that on just out of order because I wanted to see it. But because yeah, yeah but. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing, the thing for you in there makes it. Uh, it almost makes the whole thing worthwhile because I was like, "Oh, that's good for Will." I know. I'm excited to see it. I, 
spoilers suck, but I was like, well, it's at least the house. Yeah, it's nice. No, yeah. that's all right. Well, spoilers may suck, but uh, hanging out with you guys sure doesn't. So thanks for yeah. uh, hanging out and uh, spreading some holiday cheer and some uh, some end of the year reflections. I'm excited for Blackcast Year Ten. Or does that make it year 11 when it's been 10 years? Yeah, so I guess we're going to start year 11 in, in January. I think that's how that works, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. been 10 years. This is January of 2013. And uh, uh, we, I, don't even, I, I don't even think we'd ever been in the same room with Jeff at that point. You were at uh, Bujinski's party, mm-hmm. uh, his 30th birthday party. Wait, he's turning 40 then. That old bastard. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even make fun of him for finally being like old, old. Well, my wife's turning 40. Actually, I think he did. He already turned 40, Bujenski. No, no, no. His, his 30th birthday party wasn't, it couldn't have been 10 years ago because we did it. We did it on the podcast. Never mind. I'm really bad at math, but yeah. that's okay. Um, well, I, I look forward to whatever 2023 brings, whatever we're uh, going to get to talk about, uh, whatever we might see and experience together. Uh, and uh, Will, people can find you History Rated R. What else is going on? That's that. That's the, the podcast, then the book, and uh, some other things that I'm keeping secret for now, but we'll see. Is uh, Can the book be found for pre-order now, or uh, should we no. just promote it in the new year? Okay. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be yeah. big promotions in the new year. Do you think that uh, to promote the book, you might be able to get at willsterling.com or have we just given up on that? <laughs> we'll see. I guess maybe Elon Musk is going to clear out the dead Twitter account. So maybe I can take it back from that old man. I mean, you deserve it more than anything, I, I you know? know? And if there's anybody I know who deserves to steal things from dead old men, uh, it's of course, Jeff DeRay. Jeff, you don't want to be found, but I'm glad you let us find you periodically <laughs> and check in and say hello. You know, no. you make the exception for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to start wearing one of those masks that blocks my face out, so I can't be facially recognized. Oh, so you're going to wear a uh, Kanye on Air, on Alex Jones uh, mask? You're going to get one of those. I was just thinking, like the glasses that like shine the rays back into the camera, so that it like blurs your face out. It was in some uh, bank robbery movie. I can't think of which one. Yeah. They're all bank robbery movies. Um, but uh, of course you can find me at Christian DMZ. And uh, next week I uh, will be a guest on uh, it's Eric Nagel with uh, Eric Nagel. We'll be doing a, a year in review. I think we're recording it on Monday, but people will find it on Friday and the black cast continues to plug along. We have asked the great question. Why? I, I'm not really sure, but it's, it's fun. It gives me an excuse to talk to you guys and some other people out there in the world. And uh, we, I have fun with it and I hope others at least have some degree of fun. And uh, otherwise, why would we keep doing it? But uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. It's not over yet. Happy Kwanzaa. And of course on this show, we always say happy life day. That's right. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. And we'll see you next time on the Blackcast. Oh, man. Gets harder with age. (laughs) No, it gets much softer.
Welcome to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Thank you for listening to the Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like The Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D... M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on the Bladcast. Hope I'm saying this right. The Bladcast. Firestar, over here. Coming, Cyclops. This is our other new member, Wolverine. Hiya, you doll. Want a piece of fruit? Bye, everybody. Goodbye.